You know, I think one of the most important lessons that we will ever learn in our lives is attachment is not always love. Yes, sometimes you will love people that you're attached to or you'll be attached to people that you did love, but attachment is not always love. Being attached to someone does not mean that that is your soulmate or that you that that, that is real love. I'm going to use a really deep example and trigger warning as well. Um, but when sometimes sexual abuse or sexual assault victims, we would often hear them saying um, that they actually started to enjoy what was happening to them. They in, kind of like enjoyed the, the abuse. They got used to it and, and their body would enjoy it. Um, now, does that mean that what was happening to them was right? No, it was absolutely horrific. It was the only thing they knew. They got you so used to that they became attached to that, they didn't know any difference, okay, Um, and that's a very, very deep example, Um, and we're not, we're not going that deep in this episode, but it's important to remember that sometimes attachment comes when you don't know any difference, you've never been treated differently, this is the only thing you know, so you've got attached to the feeling because you've not felt anything different, Maybe you you like like the feeling that you get when you're attached to this person because you've never felt anything better and you don't think that you deserve anything better. Um, But attachment is not always positive. And just because you're attached to someone, sis, that might not be your soulmate. Relax. It doesn't mean that there's some mad connection. You can get attached to things that are not for you. We need to have a good conscience and be able to discern when something is right for you. I've said it before and I'll say it again. If something is meant for you, I truly believe that you will feel a peace. You will feel like a real peace about it. It won't be constant self-doubt, constant, you know. Welcome back to What Would Dream Girl Do with Sarah today, guys. This is, and I've said this quite a few times, so I feel like maybe you guys just think I'm lying, but this is the most exciting episode I will ever and have ever dropped. But why? I have the biggest announcement yet in this podcast. Um, a lot of you would have come just for that announcement. Also today, we are asking the ever important question. Are you the villain? Are you the bad person? Are you the problem? So much in our life we blame other people and rightly so a lot of the time we have shitty people in our life other people do deserve the blame for a lot of things maybe you're like really insecure because your last boyfriend cheated on you he's clearly for the blip he's clearly to blame he's also deserves like a knife in his tire but that's that's another topic for another day um but in a lot of situations we fail to sit down and say was i the problem So, little warning for this podcast, your ego needs to be left at the door. This is what I struggled with. It took me about half an hour to leave my ego at the door because she's quite heavy. Ego's quite heavy, so she does take a while to kind of like hang on the coat hanger and leave. But we managed to leave her. She's not with me. She's been left at the door and you need to do the same because no ego, no prize. We are tackling the problem, which might be you. It might be yourself and it might be painful to admit it because we want to be so perfect and if you're a leo it's going to be even harder because (laughs) what do you mean i'm the problem what do you mean i'm the problem everyone else's fault not mine no today that attitude is going do you know what i'm just gonna let the dog out the bag the dog out the bag (gasps) who's 
keeping dogs in bags. Um, sorry, the cat out the bag, I believe, is, is the saying. That's a lot better. Um, and not only am I the problem, but I also keep dogs in bags. Like RSPCA, we need... No. Um, your girl, Sarah. Today is the day she has released her own ebook. Yes, I have released my own ebook. This is my first ebook, and I am just so... Ugh, guys, I'm so excited to announce this. I have been working on this for months. Um, it is the glow up guide. So the glow up guide is the step-by-step -step guide to glowing up physically, mentally, and spiritually. And uh, I've put so much into this ebook. It's an ebook in PDF format. So you can have it on your phone in beautiful, high quality resolution. I've done all the designs myself. I am so proud of it. It looks amazing. Not only is it um, an amazing read, of course, it's 30 pages packed full of information. You're going to learn so much your brain will literally be bursting guys um but it's also packed with printable worksheets um planners charts that you can fill out meal plans um kind of like templates so that it's also a really hands-on guide as well because i want it to not only kind of like glow up your mindset but also be really hands-on so there's all these like goal charts and stuff that you can print off and use or you can fill them in online there's so much you can do with this ebook guys i've kept it nice and affordable i've also put it up for sale on my website i've created a website so i've been so busy but i don't want to make the whole podcast about this but this is the announcement i'm so excited basically your girls are author now period so if you want to go and buy the ebook guys which will be your best purchase this year like i promise you and i've kept it really affordable i have linked the website where you can purchase the ebook in the link of this podcast um, in the description of this podcast so head to the description of this podcast if you do want to purchase that if you want to do that before you get into it that's fine or at the end whichever um but yeah i'm so excited and all the information will be on the website let's just dive let's do a little scuba dive straight in to today i want to start by saying my last when i talk about my last three relationships this is over like a span of six years like i feel like sometimes when i say oh my my last three relationships people are probably like damn this girl's busy like three no i mean like this is since i've been 18 so this is over like a lot of years your girl's getting old um so and often when I give examples I'm speaking about the same guy like over and over again and um, it's not different people so don't worry your girl's not busy if you want to be busy that's fine we don't judge here but I just do not have the time I'm a one woman man oh I'm not a man <laughs> I'm a one man woman yeah I'm a, <laughs> I'm a one woman man okay I need to stop talking um I have done some self-reflection and you know, it, it's not easy for me to say this, but I've come to the conclusion that I have been the problem in my last three relationships, situationships, sinking ships, whatever ships you want to call them. Um, I have been the problem. I haven't been the only problem, but if there was to be a scale on me being the problem on one end and them, it would tip towards me is this a flex no i'm not coming on here being like oh my god i'm just such like a problematic girl but guys still want me like no it's not cool to be a problem it's a but it's good to be self-aware and this is why i say guys you need to have that healing period after your relationship sinking ship titanic ship whatever ship ends so i shouldn't i shouldn't say titanic ship that's not cool to make a joke about sorry guys um but whatever ship you're going through this is why it's so important to have a healing phase afterwards because this is when you get the chance to come to these types of conclusions. You get to 
you know, find out these things about yourself. Whereas if you were jumping from one ship to another ship without a life jacket, um, and like, you know, getting over him by getting under someone new and all that, you're just burying your problems down. And instead of kind of like dealing with them head on, you're burying them down. But yeah, I came to the conclusion that um, I have been the problem and I want to delve into that. I also want to say something that I've kind of, you know, learned about myself is, or, or my relationships is, I've been treated very, very well in relationships. The guys that I've had, I don't want to say had the pleasure of knowing because it's like, I, it's it's not that great, but they've treated me like princesses for the most part. For the most part is, is an important part of that sentence, but they've treated me really, really well. Um, because it would be unfair for me to come on here and be like, oh, I'm this way because I've been treated so badly. I've been treated really nicely. And through this self-reflection, there came kind of like this epiphany to me. I feel like I'm speaking like I'm I'm like Elon Musk or something, like saying mad words like epiphany. I, is this off-putting, like if I'm using words like this? Um, I promise I'm just like a normal girl. Anyway, I came to the conclusion that the reason I think none of these situations worked out or the reason that in a way I found like I wanted to be the problem hear me out is because I knew from the jump that this was not my soulmate I knew from the jump that this man I would not have a future with him there was something there like at the start that had me being like okay this might work for a couple months but this man's like I'm not taking this man seriously and kind of like my reflection on that is that's not fair because I know the guys were invested they were not thinking the same thing I like looking back had a feeling at the start of all three of these that I'm going to speak about I had like a gut feeling that this was not going to be my soulmate there were certain things that I could not look past which meant I could not take them seriously for a serious partner I wouldn't mind you know having a bit of a um relationship with them or a little bit of a mess about which I've now kind of come to understand it's because I like the attention I like the feeling that they're obsessed with me I like doing little couple things I like the affection I like feeling like the only girl in the world like all that but that's damaging if you're both not on the same page, okay? And I think part of the reason why I allowed myself to like become a bit of a problem and like become really unhinged and toxic is because I was thinking there's nothing to lose here anyway because I don't want a long-term relationship with them, which is a really negative mindset. Not, it, it's self-aware, yes, but it's not fair on the other person. And I think this is what I mean. I'm getting really deep here. Like I wouldn't really normally share this, but I'm sharing it, it with the hopes that you know, it can help someone. I, it's not a flex to be a problem, I'm a nasty person. It's not. I want to talk about that gut feeling, though. I said with every, with all three of my past situations, which, by the way, has spanned out over six years. Like I said, it's not been, like, all recent. I've had that gut feeling at the start. Like, I like this person, yes, to spend time with. It's not like a complete fake. I've not completely faked it. But I knew at the start there was something in me, like a gut feeling, that this was not right for the long term. And I'm going to give you a really good example. So there's this one guy that I will speak about a lot in the podcast. He's been amazing to me. He treated me like an absolute princess. And to be honest, 
the good thing is he showed me really like how I want to be treated. I always say to him, and I did make sure to say this to him as well, because I think it's important to kind of like when someone's been a really imp- happy memory in your life to tell them it's nice. I remember I told him, I think I said in a podcast, I told him that um, he'd had a really positive impact on me and he was really, really grateful that I told him. Um, but he's just treated me so well and when we were on I think it was like our fifth date he was just amazing to me he was respectful he spent a lot of money on me he spent a lot of money which is not like obviously that's not the the top reason but it's a nice thing and it does show I well in my opinion I do think it shows that like they're serious about you in a way not always but it was something nice and you know me like my love language is receiving gifts so um I feel like that's a turn off for so many people ask me if I care because that is my love language and I always say it's so important to be self-aware so many people I speak to I'm like what's your love language they have no idea what I'm talking about these types of things cannot be ignored they will cause problems down the line I could sit here and lie to you and be like my love language is words of affirmation. Words are so much more important than gifts. I am not materialistic at all. I hate any gifts. Just tell me I'm beautiful. No, my love language is receiving gifts. That's when I feel the most loved. And instead of pretending that it's a big problem, because everyone likes to pretend that like, oh, gifts is so materialistic. Like, well, yes, um, if it's just gifts, like that's not good. There needs to be a balance. But that's my love language. That's how I feel loved. So tap into that. People need to be aware of it. So obviously that was a big factor as well. And he really like catered to that. But anyway, when we were on the fifth, I think it was like around the fifth date, we'd been on loads of dates and the dates had been amazing. Um, He was really like ticking so many boxes at this point. He's also really good looking, like he's hot. Um, This is crazy to me. Okay, so we'd been on a like a drink like a drink date and we'd come back to his flat and he'd cooked dinner and he'd set the table there was literally candles it was like a lot of dream girls ideal scenario like a lot of girls dream girls is that what i'm calling y'all now would that work guys i feel like i need a name for you but it's not going to be dream girls because that's just too cringe i feel like i'll throw up if i say like hey dream girls i feel like you'll all leave people will think it's like some like parody i need to think of a name for you guys though because i think it would be cute but um i was sat with him like at this little candlelit dinner which is honestly a lot of people's like dream scenario but also mine like i want to i want someone to do this kind of thing for me when it's the right person which is why i say this guy he set the bar he set the bar do you know that song that's like he set the bar above the moon he didn't set the bar above the moon that's too far but he set the bar high like he did so we were having this lovely romantic dinner and I think he went up to go to the toilet, okay? I don't know whether it was a number one or a number two. Who will know? Actually, we were eating vindaloo, so it might have been a poo. <laughs> I think we were eating like vindaloo curry or something. So imagine if he was having a poo and I was having this epiphany. Oh my goodness. That would have been kind of awkward. I didn't listen, obviously. I was well, listen, Guys, when I get to it, I was having a, an epiphany while he went to the toilet. So he, for all I care, like he could have dropped a shit and I wouldn't have known because I was too deep in thought and we were eating curry so it probably wouldn't have been pleasant either I don't know why I'm bringing this up anyway so he went to the toilet and I promise it I didn't get the it because he went to the toilet this was the genuine feeling I had this feeling and it was eating away at me like literally not it was not letting me focus on what would have been a beautiful date and the feeling was 
this is not the right man for me like I was enjoying everything that was happening to me I was loving the dates we we got on so well but I had this horrible gut feeling that I couldn't shake like a conscience that this was not the right guy for me and this is not what I want and I literally wanted the feeling to go away because I was like why is this is this not the guy I want like he's ticking so many boxes so because I knew and like I know myself very well I knew I was going to get distracted with all the good things that were going on all the dates all the fun like I knew I'd get distracted and allow myself to continue this even after feeling that good feeling so I was like I need to set myself a reminder that this is not what I want because I've just had this feeling and I know I'm going to get distracted so like a true Gen Z I get Snapchat up and I'm like I'm gonna save myself a Snapchat of this exact moment to remind myself that this is not what I want so while he was at the toilet probably like constipated off the curry or something who knows but this is what I mean too much was going on in my mind I wrote on Snapchat in capital letters this is not what I want okay and I took a picture of the table and I saved this snapchat to this day I saved it to my snap and to my my eyes only as a visual reminder that I had a feeling at that moment on that date that this is not what I want did I stop seeing that man straight after that no I didn't it went on for about a year to be honest (laughs) it went on for about a year okay (laughs) because I just know myself too well like I was not um I was not gonna I was gonna get distracted but it's so funny how I got that feeling and lo and behold this didn't work out like I'm not with that guy now and you know what he never did anything to make it not work out it didn't work out because he wanted to like have kids and settle down and stuff and I think that's why I closed it off and it just like in that way we weren't compatible um but he never did anything to me or anything like um but it is so interesting guys do not ignore that gut feeling When something is right for you, I strongly believe that you will not have that gut feeling, that negative gut feeling. And I had that negative, like, gut feeling. And the reason I told you that story is because a lot of the time, even if you do have a a gut feeling and you know something's not right for you, because of how comfortable it is at the time, because of how nice it seems at the time, how appealing it seems, you go with it you think oh what's the harm in like just spending a couple months with this guy like he's cute he does this for me yes he's not like I know it's not going to go anywhere in the future but what's the harm in fooling around well I'll tell you not only might you be like blocking your soulmate but you will not be ready for your actual soulmate you would have spent so much time getting attached see I spoke about the attachment getting attached to this person who you know isn't good for you but you've continued it because it's comfortable because you're because you're too scared to be on your own for a little bit this is so many of us right now you're too scared to sit have nights alone well trust me when you're with the wrong person you're gonna feel like you're having nights alone anyway trust me you will feel more peace alone than with someone who makes you feel alone and you will feel alone if you're not with the right person So if you're entertaining someone right now just because it's comfortable, just because you like the attention, because you feel like you're attached to them, but you know you're not good, they're not good for you, you need to snap out of it. This is your time to work on yourself and prepare yourself for someone who is actually right for you. Right. I need another mic drop. Guess what I just dropped as the mic? I dropped my Wickford & Co candle. Boom. Um, I'm going to talk about the 
actual topic at hand today, guys, which is, are you the problem? No. Me, I have struggled with this so much because I've just said to you, I feel like I'm the problem. I'm going to tap into why, by the way. I'm not, I'm not going off on too many tangents. I struggled with this. I was like, how on earth can I be the problem? Everyone else has the problem and not me because I'm perfect. Also, little question, little food for thought. There is a fine line between accepting your personality and your differences and being a piece of shit okay you might be thinking sarah what do you mean like personality and piece of shit like there's quite a big difference no there's a fine line and i'll just give the example i'm a very feisty person i am i stick up for myself i'm the loudest person in the room all attention on me when i walk in the room i don't take any shit not even a centimeter of shit not even a tiny bit of shit after my ex went to have a shit after the curry while i was taking snapchat saying that i don't want him yet not I do not take any shit at all okay I am quite reactive to things I'm feisty yeah I've said it these are parts of my personality that to be honest I don't want to get rid of they make me me yes sometimes they might not be the most desirable qualities there might be some guys who are like I don't like a feisty girl okay cool they'll find someone who's chilled I don't want to change that part of my personality where does it become a problem There's been times where my feistiness has kind of seeped into being just a harsh, rude, horrible person who doesn't think before she speaks. That's been me too. That's where the fine line, that's what I mean by the fine line. It's no good having these things like, oh, I'm just feisty. No, you said a really horrible thing and that's not cool. Like there's been times when I've done, like I've done horrible things or I've been really rude and I've just been like, oh, it's just the way I am. But now, after reflecting, that's not cool. It's not cool to just... Sometimes, there's times when you should just accept that you're different and that this is your personality, but there's also times that you need to sit yourself down and say, that is not cool. It is not cool to be a horrible person. Um, I'll give an example. Um, There's a time with the same guy that I actually spoke about, the same guy who I've just told the story about the toilet with. Um, We were having a conversation and I said something really like not really nasty I I cannot I couldn't take back um and I should have just thought before I spoke um honestly if I was him I would have never spoke to me again he was really patient this is what I mean by he was he really did set the bar because he was really patient he didn't shout at me he didn't say anything nasty back to me he was really kind he just said I'm gonna go tonight and we're gonna get breakfast and speak about this in the morning which is the most mature way to handle anything anyway, because he did not want it to escalate. Um, And knowing me, you know, and how I I was immature at the time. And I was young. Like, I'm not saying, you know, I'm an absolute devil here. Um, But I can be, if you want. No. Um, But, like, I was not... uh, Yeah, we just wouldn't look by. But he left um, and said that he wanted to talk to me in the morning, which I think is the most mature thing to do. But I said something really horrible. Anyway, we spoke in the morning. We result. Um, I said sorry. I said I didn't mean it. Which, guys, miracles can happen. Sarah says sorry. It's it's a word that has come out of my mouth. <gasps> God is real. Um. Yeah, I said sorry. I said I didn't mean it. But that didn't undo what I said. I still said that thing. That still came out of my mouth. Which is why words are so powerful. Yes, you can say sorry. Yes, you can say 
oh, I didn't mean that. But you still said those things. Those things were still on your mind when it came out of your mouth. That can never be undone. And this relationship didn't work out. So maybe it didn't really affect anything. But had it had worked out, that would have warped the relationship forever. That would have haunted me for life. And to be honest, even if it... Even if something isn't to work out, it's not cool to say nasty shit to people. And at the time, I was just like, oh, I'm just a feisty person. I just don't think before I speak. It's just part of my personality. Sarah, that's not a part of your personality that you want to really be bragging about, is it? That you don't think before you speak. Considering words are the most powerful tool we have. So I've had a reality check. I like that I'm feisty. And yet I do hold my own in an argument and I will stick up for myself and I'm not going to change that. But I am going to learn to think a little bit before I speak. And I am going to learn that sometimes silence is the most powerful weapon. Sometimes I don't need to insult. Um, And I think as well, I've battled with, in arguments, I'm kind of the type of person that's like, you go low first, but trust me, I'll go deeper. And I've battled with like constantly with like is that a good thing or is that just completely bad like I'm still growing through all this but I would invite a lot of you to think about times that you have been the problem like that example I've just given you that was me that guy didn't do anything he might have been the catalyst for why I said that thing but I was the problem and I caused a massive problem by just not controlling myself and just being horrible in that moment so I feel like I want to have a task for every podcast and but sorry did that sound like I farted I just had a drink of water and I'm just like like literally parched right now um I want the task for you to think about times in arguments in situations whether it's your relationship or your family life where you have been the problem and you need to change your behavior yes I'm sure there's a lot of people who have treated you badly around you and just been like yeah just been there's probably times that a lot of people around you need to change but you can't change other people you can try but the the ultimate like answer is you can't change someone who doesn't want to change so let's change someone who does you because i hope you want to change i hope that if you've got problematic ways you want to change there's little toxic tendencies that i have like i'll tell some stories because it's just funny and like i always say like how not to be toxic but trust me there's some little toxic things that i do i would do this thing and i've done it with a couple a couple of different guys i'm so sorry i feel bad for them where you know we've had an argument and then i've decided to block them on everything apart from one little thing to see if they find a way to contact me to see if they find that one thing so i'll block them for example on snapchat on insta on facebook on text but email the email is is free so if you don't contact me on email you don't love me that's all i mean to you and then be i'd be sure to unblock them and be like you didn't even email me so apparently i mean nothing to you or you know but how would they find my email because i'm blocked on instagram i block them on instagram and instagram is where my email is oh but you better find it you better find it this is what i mean and then if i block the email because gmail gmail is with the times gmail has a block button you better get my bank details from someone and bank transfer me with the reference unblock me baby i love you and if you don't do that you don't love me 
and you can send a little thousand pounds if you want as well you might get unblocked quicker if you only send like one pound then i don't know you might stay blocked who knows jokes jokes but you know love language is gifts i have to, i'm only joking i really hope my future hubby doesn't listen to this because he's gonna think oh my god this girl is unhinged but with things like that guys with the with the like blocking him on everything to see if he's gonna find a way to contact me i battle daily with like is that toxic or is that just genius and i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it real i don't know i can't say i'll never do that again i can't i'd love to be able to sit here and say that's the thing of the past and i am growing and i am bettering myself but i don't know if i'm not gonna do that again i think that's creative it shows it, it's a little test no i don't know guys let's let's be honest it's toxic but if you catch me doing it again mind your business because it's, i think it's quite genius genius toxic it's a thing but anyway self-awareness is key what are the little toxic tendencies that are ruining because the ultimate thing is these little toxic tendencies or these things that you do that you know you have been a bad person you know you've been a problem it's only going to affect your relationships and your your relationships with with anyone your friendships in the future it's going to affect you you can hold on to them you can say it's just the way i am it's blah 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 listen i'm i want you to do this for you i want you to better yourself for you okay i'm only saying that you need to change because of you your ex might have treated you really badly and that's turned you into an insecure horrible bitter person okay and if we want to play like who's at fault he might be at fault he might be mainly at fault but guess what we don't want to change him now that's his prerogative if he wants to change he's not yours anymore he's not yours to change now you're left with you and are you gonna let the way you've been treated keep you a horrible person a bitter person or are you gonna turn it into something good and make a change so that you're not a horrible person for the next person and you're not going to keep and you're not going to stay this rotten ruined damaged person you're not going to let your ex win you're gonna you're or if it's even it might not be an ex a family member who treated you so badly that it's 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 made you a horrible person you're not going to let them win you're going to address your toxic habits your horrible behavior now so that it doesn't eat away at you and ruin the beautiful person that you are because ultimately we are all beautiful people inside but the world can often like there's some people who are just amazing and like i i when i meet people like this it really puts it into perspective i have met so many people who have been treated so badly by other people by the world like the world has just got them down so much they've been abused they've been cheated on they've been you know had financial problems they've had health problems and life has just knocked them down and they still are the kindest sweetest people those are the people that make me think wow i really am a piece of shit because i've like i'm privileged i've had you know um like a relatively good life and i've not been treated badly um and i'm still coming on here being like i'm i'm a piece of shit sometimes but then there's people that have literally been downtrodden and downtrodden and downtrodden in life who are still nice that's my wake-up call to be like sarah you better sort your toxic stuff out now because you ain't got no reason to even act like that um i feel like i can go on for ages about that but that that's when i have like an epiphany a wake-up call i'm like there's people who could literally be the most sour people ever because of the way life's treated them and they're nice so why am why have i even got any reason to be a little bitch um 
But it's important not to like kick ourselves down. I think being self-aware, the first step to overcoming this is just saying, you know what, yeah, I can sometimes be a bad person. I can sometimes be a problem. I can sometimes be toxic. And we don't need to put the blame on anyone else. I could sit here for like hours and be like, right, so I sometimes am really selfish. Let's root back to who made me this way. Let's like see who I can blame for why I'm selfish. I'd be there all day. You know what? I probably would find someone who made me that way. But guess what? It's my responsibility. No one's forcing me and holding me at gunpoint right now to still be selfish. I could probably find someone who's made me really like feisty and sometimes angry. Sometimes I jump to conclusions, okay? I jump to conclusions and I can be really horrible. I can probably find something that happened in my childhood that made me that way. But guess what? It's my responsibility now. No one's got a sniper to my head saying, Sarah, you've got to jump to conclusions because this happened when you were five years old. It's now my shit to deal with. And that is the harsh reality of life. So let's not let our toxic behavior, guys, or our, like, the things that we do that ruin things. Do you, maybe you argue all the time. Maybe that started at childhood. Maybe that's what your parents did. Your parents argued all the time. And now you've taken that and you have arguments with everyone and it's ruining friendships and it's ruining relationships. But guess what? You don't need to, you you don't need to be that person. I talk about it all the time, having a personal um, rebrand. Rebrand yourself into someone who's sweet, who listens, who thinks before they speak. Okay? Um, and on the subject of rebrand, in my new ebook, guys, <laughs> I went into advert voice real quick. In my new ebook, there's a whole section on the personal rebrand. And um, I'm going to close off the podcast by saying, um, go buy my ebook guys the glow up guide it is out today it's literally going to change your life and it is available now in the description of this podcast i have added a link to my website so go shop it's super affordable it's 15 pounds guys and it will be the best 15 pounds you'll ever spend that's pretty much a takeaway jam-packed step-by-step guide to glowing up physically mentally and spiritually if you've enjoyed today's podcast make sure you take a screenshot and tag me if you tag me on at secret sarah x2 i always repost we have a great community of girls on there and also i want if anyone buys the ebook guys um obviously do not share any of the contents do not take screenshots of any of the contents that is confidential just for you who've bought it but if you take a screenshot of like the confirmation that you've ordered it like when you order it on the website i think something comes up being like thank you for your purchase if you tag me in that i will reshare that as well and it'll be so nice to see you all supporting me and yeah if you do buy it thank you so so much for supporting into my first proper venture And even if you just listen to the end, you mean a lot to me, guys. I will speak to you on Monday. We've got a new topic on Monday.